This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. All right, folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Fedoff. You can follow me on Twitter, X, X, at It Happens. Uh, we are FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Make sure you go and check out the app. Uh, download the app for free. Apple and Android users, FanStream Sports. FanStreamSports.com, and also go to the FanStream Sports Facebook group page where you can interact with some of the hosts and uh, other fans of the various shows. We've got so many great shows. We keep adding more and more shows to our lineup all across the country, so many different fan bases. By all means, download the app. You can listen all the time to all the shows that are on there. Um, and again, very, um, very solid, solid people doing this and doing the variety of shows that we have. All right. Um, Ohio State, before we get into a little bit about the Maryland game, and what Ryan Day had to say today. Um, Ohio State did get um, another commitment of the class of 2024. Uh, Leroy Roker, defensive back out of Florida, three-star kid, committed to Ohio State. Uh, Earlier, you know, we had the 2025 wide receiver, uh, Javon Boggs. He committed. He's a three-star wide receiver, also out of the state of Florida. Um, Ohio State, um, there's another 2025 receiver they're looking at. I'm sorry, another 25 cornerback, cornerback, uh, Blake Woodby is going to announce his decision, it looks like, this weekend at some point. ESPN's latest rankings of the 2024 recruiting class is Ohio State at second right now, first in the Big Ten, um, Texas number one in the composite rankings on ESPN in 24-7. So, um, all right, the Maryland game. And it it was a tough watch uh, for Buckeye fans, I have to imagine. It was tough for me. Very slow start for Ohio State. Offense um, sputtered early on and didn't look good at all. It was a very scary game. Um, Ohio State could not run the ball, had no um, answer for uh, for Maryland's running game. And um, Deluia Tagovailoa also, like they just, they were doing, they, they the defense is what stepped up for Ohio State in this game and made the big play on the pick six. And that's what really turned things around for Ohio State. Um, they ended up getting a late backdoor cover, by the way, if you had Ohio State laying 19 and a half. Um, but the defense carried them in this game. And that's why I'm not that worried about the slow starting offense because this offense is going to figure it out. Ryan Day will figure it out. Um, I know they've got um, the Purdue game. We'll talk about that more tomorrow, more on, I guess I say on Friday, we'll talk more about that one. Um, but uh, the the defense, though, is what is, is turned into be the real key to this team. And Jim Knowles has got this defense humming. And they looked at Maryland got the 17 points. Wasn't completely defense's fault on that stuff. Um, but the short field uh, one time, I know for Maryland on that one, but um, the defense though made plays they needed to. And as the game got on, they got more confident, more confident, shut down Tagovailoa, forced turnovers, hitting hard, hitting guys in the backfield later in the game. They really imposed their will on Maryland. Um, in the 20-point win. Okay, so Ryan Day spoke today, and we'll talk about some of these things he taught. Uh, um, he was asked, and he was asked about the offensive line. And 
the personnel was asked, you know, is this because the running game was was pathetic against Notre Dame also, and then Maryland in this game. The running game was just it was awful. Now Travion Henderson did not play in this game. Looks like he's gonna be back to the Purdue game, but that really shouldn't be an excuse as to why the running game was so unsuccessful. And he was asked about the offensive line and the personnel. And he specifically said he thinks he's got the right personnel. He said the second team offensive line isn't really pressing, isn't pushing the first stringers very much to the point where they should get to play. Um, he said that the uh, the offensive line is still a work in progress. He knows that. But, um, and he was, you know, it's, he danced around it a little bit, but he did sound very confident. Let's put it that way. So um, he felt like this scheme, what they were doing was, was the right way to go about it. And um, the offensive line, he said that, um, you know, he was asked about, uh, I think Bill Rabinowitz asked him this question from the Columbus Dispatch and said, you know, you're expected to reload at Ohio State and not rebuild. And is it possible the offensive line, because they lost three high draft picks to the NFL in the 2023 NFL draft, he, Rabinowitz asked him, is it possible the offensive line just isn't as good as last year's? And they paused for a moment. And he's, he kind of had the expression on his face. The way I took it was if you asked somebody who your favorite child is, you know, if you've got a cu- couple of kids, two, three, four kids, whatever, you know, you always are going to say, well, they're all the same. They're, they're all equal. I love them all the most. You know, I love them all the same, I should say. That, and they said <clears throat> he's always going to believe in his guys. He believes them. He's, he did say, I would tell you if I didn't. I believe in these guys. And he gave a real strong vote of confidence to the offensive line. Just said we got to get better at it. Now, one of the other big things they had uh, was a slow start on offense, and um, they had that, uh, the if you remember the punt, that looked like a fake punt call, and I was I couldn't believe he called a fake punt. Turns out he didn't. It was a bad snap. It wasn't supposed to go that way. Heads-up play for Ohio State, still trying to execute it and run the ball. They didn't have the first down there. He said it was not a, uh, a fake punt. The uh, long snappers said the ball slipped. So, um, the first play, remember that, the first bubble screen they threw, and – um, it was a short pass. It bounced on the ground, which I, I don't know why Ohio State still has problems c- completing those early games. It seemed like it happened a lot with C.J. Stroud two years ago where um, he was having a hard time just completing that simple play. And, you know, Ryan Day said, hey, that's a bit, it's part. Of, that's a running game kind of play. That's part of our run game, being able to do things like that. And you have to execute that. It's a simple pass. No one's they're – not, they're not in jeopardy of being intercepted at all. So you should be able to throw that ball with confidence – and you should be able to get it there for sure. It's not like it's a bomb. It's a short pass just uh, the other side of the line. So um, inexcusable to start that way, but that is how the offense was struggling. They weren't um, converting on third down early on. Uh, the defense was on the field way too much. Ryan Day did admit they found rhythm later on. Uh, near the end of the game, he said comp, uh, McCord, his uh, touchdown passes on back-to-back possessions, he said that's the most confident he's seen McCord look, he thinks, this season. So um, – that, that's huge also. And so it's uh, the offense. I, I think it will continue to get better. I like the way McCord bounced back through for career high 320 yards after a very slow start. I think this is a good thing for him. I always say this, that if you've got a lot of things to work on after a good win, after a win, I should say, that's good. If you've got a lot of things to work on after a win, that's good. A lot of things working after a loss is a much different, uh, different feeling. And so, McCord can look at it and he can look at how much better he played the second half, how much better the offense played in the second half. And there's a lot of things to work on there with the offensive line, with the running game, with McCord's confidence, his decision-making, all those things can be worked on, but it's a lot better to work on that thing. Those things when you're five and zero versus being 
you know, four and one, three and two, or whatnot. Um, the uh, Kate Stover, uh, Ryan Day had great things to say about Kate Stover and talked about um, how he's grown. He's playing faster, he said. And he brought something up that I never really thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. He said, you know, a tight end has got to be able to um, block like an offensive lineman, right? Run like a receiver and protect like a running back. That's all absolutely true. That's a lot to ask for of a tight end. Kate Stover does it and does it well. Um, Ryan Day talked about how Stover, um, his uh, his play helps to open up the play action pass, which is wonderful. Stover, look, I, I still think it'll be a first round pick. If not, it'll be an early second round pick in the NFL draft coming up. Injury news. No update on Emeka Ibuka. Um, he you know, have left the game um, against Maryland. No update if he's going to be available yet or not. They say that's questionable as of now. So that, that, that's my phrase, but they're not sure is what they said. Um, Travion Henderson is going to play this week. One of the other things that came out of the news conference, though, regarding personnel is, you know, we haven't seen Dallin Hayden. And he was a stud last year for a couple games and uh, looked good. And they said they're likely going to redshirt him. Now, he can play in four games and still get redshirted. So Day said he still may play. He still might play in this um, this season. But their their goal right now is because they have so much depth right now at running back that they didn't have last year. They don't want to burn a year of Hayden's eligibility, and they want to be able to bring him back next year. They do love him. They think he's a great talent. So we'll see what happens there. But he may play. He said he may be pressed into playing because if someone gets hurt or a couple guys get hurt like what happened last year. Um, but the plan right now is to keep him in four games or fewer and redshirt for next year. The um, Another interesting part that came out, though, speaking about the running game, though, um, after he answered a lot of questions about the offensive line and the running game and the struggles they've had, and um, he said that uh, he was asked by uh, – a reporter asked him if he thought that – do you think the media is beating up on your running game too much, beating up on your guys too much um, – with all the questions that are being asked and all the um, concerns about the running game, do you think that you're being, uh, do you think you're running, you're running backs, your offensive line are being kind of picked on? And he said, he gets it. He said, I understand it. You know, I'm going to keep setting up for my guys. He said, but I, I get why you have to ask the questions. And he said, look, we're not going to run away from expectations. Um, if you don't win every game at Ohio State, they're going to get a new coach. Bit of a hyperbole there, but you, you do have to do certainly do it once in a while. But you know, uh, you don't expect you undefeated every single year or you get fired. But um, I still contend this Ohio State team is uh, is one of the top four in the country, and they see if they did the CFP rankings today, they should be in the top four. I, I know you can look at the Maryland game and look at the struggles with Notre Dame and look at the struggles with Indiana and say, you know, is this one of the top four teams? Look at Indiana. Conference road game sometimes, especially out of the gate with a uh, a freshman quarterback making his um, first road start. That's you know a lot to ask. You had that. You've got a lot of new offensive linemen, a lot of new personnel in there. All the questions we have for Ohio State's defense last year have been answered this year. Struggling with Notre Dame, South Bend night game. We'll see what happens when USC travels to Notre Dame this week. If USC now USC should be able to score a lot, but will they be able to stop Notre Dame? Is the question there. And will Notre Dame come out with a win with that one? It's going to be a tough matchup for USC. Notre Dame's favored in that game. And then the Maryland game, look, Maryland's a good team. They came in undefeated. So, um, and Ohio State made adjustments at halftime and pulled away big time in the second half. I'll close out with this one other thing. Um, you know, every every week when there's uh, missed calls or bad calls in a, in a game, the, the Big Ten will send out letters or, you know, uh, the emails 
and kind of say, look, sorry, the, the official blew this call kind of thing. And he was asked uh, by, uh, um, I think it was by Tim May. It wasn't Tim May. He's asked about the apology letters that the Big Ten sends in, and he asked what he does with them. You know, he said, well, I can't really talk too much about, you know, he doesn't want to get fined or anything like that. So he dodged that part of it. But he, had, he was asked, what do you do with the letters? Do you frame them? What do you do? And Ryan Day just gave a, a wry smile and just said, you know, no comment. Um, Jim Knowles talked as well, praised his defense. There's not much more Jim Knowles uh, praise we can give because this defense is just it's, – it's gone bonkers so far. They're playing with confidence, playing downhill. So um, we'll talk more about the Purdue game coming up tomorrow on a Friday. But um, Buckeyes, get ready for that one in West Lafayette, by the way. They, they're like three and five in their last eight appearances in West Lafayette. It's always tough. We'll get into that more. This has been the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Tito Jeff Fiddle. Follow me on the X at It Happens. Talk to you Friday. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.